tears, the blood that gives me strength from day. History, I see the mighty God unveiled. He's proving over and over that His word can never fail. Oh, but I can't keep on dwelling on some past memory.
worship him. Hallelujah. There'll be no rocks crying out in this church. Hallelujah. Raise your voices, raise your hands. He's worthy this morning. Praise be to our God. He's the great emancipator. Blessed be his holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Brother Tim Dodd, could I ask you to come open the service for us in a word of prayer, if you would, just as the brothers would come and prepare for the morning offering. There's a couple prayer requests we want to remember. Sister Shirley Esquerdo is asking that we would please pray for Brother Luis, as he is not well in body this morning. Also, Brother Norm is asking us to remember Sister Luis in prayer. Yesterday, she twisted her knee and collapsed. After a prayer with Brother Tom, she was able to get up and move around. The same thing happened nine years ago, and she wasn't able to move hardly for nine months. So today is better, but she is still stiff and stiff and sore, just asking for a quick recovery. Amen. If there's anything on your heart, we know he's an ever-present God, ever-present help. And Brother Tim, would you come please open the service for us? Let's bow our heads together. If you have a need at the beginning of this year, be good to commit it to the Lord if you want to raise your hand or hold it before the Lord. Heavenly Father, words and adjectives fail to express what we feel about you, Lord. We love you. We thank you for your grace. We rejoice in your presence. Last night, we spent the time rejoicing, looking back over what you have done. The last thing of 2022 we wanted to do was to be in your presence. And now the first thing of the new calendar year, Lord, once again we come into your gates with thanksgiving. We enter into your courts with praise. We say this is the day that the Lord has made. We thought many years ago, oh God, we would never make it to 2023. Surely it's a late hour. But how much more late it is now that our long-suffering God in searching the earth for your attributes have deemed that we should be here this morning. And we want to come, Lord, with our hearts full of praise to you. Regardless of the battles that this year holds, regardless of the struggles that we face, regardless of the needs that are present, regardless, Lord, of whatever it is that lays upon our heart this morning, we lay it all before you. And we say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We say, oh God, we are yours. We want to say it afresh this morning, Lord. Our lives are yours. 2023 is yours. Our footsteps are yours. You said the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. So, Lord, order our footsteps this year. Direct our pathways. Shine upon our lives. Shine into our families. Shine into our homes in a brighter portion, oh God. Bring us higher into heavenly places. Bring us more into the image of Jesus Christ. Make us more of your likeness, oh God. The fullness of the measure. The fullness, Lord of the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ. Bring us into everything. May 2023 be the culmination, Lord. That's our heart's desire. But Lord, you know better than we do. We never thought we would be here, but here we are. But Lord, we just want to thank you that you've kept us all along the way and you've brought us to this service this morning. You knew we would be here. You knew where we would be seated. Brother Louise couldn't be here this morning. 
dedication of his grandchild. I'm sure he's streaming, oh God. Lord, may you just touch his mortal body and quicken him, Father, and deliver him of whatever it is that's troubling him this morning, oh God. We also remember Sister Louise. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you'll just continue to quicken her. We thank you that you hear our prayers. Thank you that you heard Brother Tom's prayer. But our prayers don't heal her. You are her healer, oh God. And we thank you, Lord, that you will send your healing virtue direct from Calvary 2,000 years ago into her life. For by your stripes she is healed. And Lord, every other need, you see it. You see every, every life. You see every hidden thought. You see every burden that is held within. Lord, may you just touch each one, Lord. May you even now supernaturally Raise us out of these burdens, afflictions, troubles, whatever it is, Father. We give ourselves to you unreservedly this morning and take this first offering of 2023. As the deacons take up the offerings, Lord, may you bless it. May you use it for your glory. May you increase it as such as you have need of. We thank you. You have blessed us, Lord. And now we give back to you. We commit this service to you. Bless the word we pray. Bless every part we ask in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 God bless you as you have your seats. As the brothers take up the offering. We do just want to greet you all this morning. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for being here. If you're still visiting with us, we want to welcome you this morning as well. We did have a couple announcements. Uh, there's an announcement regarding winter camp. It's going to be February the 16th through the 19th. And if you are interested in being a counselor or a helper, please contact Brother Michael or Sister Abigail Ray and let them know of that. And also, Sister Rotundo here this morning. I'm not just finding her right now, but we had missed a baby announcement. And so we wanted to share that. Sister Rotundo and her husband, Brother David, who's in South Africa, would like to thank the Lord for their baby boy, John Oratilwe Fosa, who was born on November 30th, seven pounds, and all are doing well. Do we have a photo? We do. God bless them. I'm sorry we missed the announcement, but God bless you, Sister Attendo, Brother David. Amen. Thank the Lord for the gift of life, as we heard yesterday. This really is the year of miracle babies. It really was phenomenal. There was, that was a very productive camp last year. We had a lot of <laughs> Praise the Lord. I am a beneficiary of God's blessing. Amen. We're going to have a baby dedication now, and Brother Tom's going to come and dedicate little Jackson. Maybe just as they come, why don't we sing, I am so glad Jesus loves me. Amen. We'll just invite our Brother Tom to come at this time. I'm sorry, I didn't have a number for you. I think we know it, though. Yeah, we can just start with the chorus. Oh, I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, I'm so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Sing the chorus again. Oh, yes, I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. 753. Jesus loves me. I'm so glad. Oh, and I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love in the book he 
Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. And I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even me. One more time. I am so glad. Hallelujah. I am so glad that Jesus indeed loves us. And today we have a trophy for the kingdom of God, cradled in the arms of daddy, Jackson Enoch Esquerdo. My, doesn't it have a nice ring? I think it does. I think grandpa thinks it's good. He's got a new name now, you know. Where's Uncle Abraham? <laughs> Aren't these new titles wonderful? Amen. Well, we're rejoicing. We're rejoicing with you. We enjoyed last night very much for letting us into your lives. Thank you. I'm sure, and I know I've got texts and those that have enjoyed it. And God bless you. So, Brother Luis, I started with you. I don't normally do a daddy and a mommy name, but it, it's indicative of what they... Lord has used to bring forth Jackson. Luis means superior and famous in war. Mm. <laughs> Buddy, you fought this one through, man. <laughs> Amen. And grace is an enabling power. I want you to think about that. Grace is God's enabling power. Jackson Enoch Esquerdo. What a heritage. Brother Luis Sr. is at home sick, but I'm sure, as Brother Tim said, that he's at watching this morning. Grandparents on both sides. So I looked at Jackson. I love Jackson. We have so many uh, references that we can go through, as we said last night. Sydney, Brother Sidney Jackson, who was with the prophet in South Africa. And we also have Brother Branham used, not so often, but often enough, is Stonewall Jackson. And uh, he says, you know, how do you stand like a stone wall? Well, I figured, hey, their gene pool doesn't go too far from daddy because you're superior and famous in war. You didn't know that, but you know it now. So now that attributes passed down through a name, and Brother Bram so often says that the name is very important. He corrected a whole generation, a nation, a worldwide ministry. Name your child properly. Name him right, because a name's important. And Jackson means God has been gracious. God has shown favor. Enoch dedicated, disciplined. My. Look out, Jackson. It takes discipline to be disciplined. Brother Bram said, he said, now how did you stand? How did Stonewall Jackson stand? The opposition was so great, and as time will go on, there will be some opposition. How did he stand? 
The opposition being great, he said, Brother Bram said he kicked his boot in the ground and he said, there never was a glass of water goes to my lips lest I thank Jesus Christ for it. That's how I stand. And we want to thank the Lord Jesus for this life, for the scripture has said, as it was quoted last night in Habakkuk, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will come in God's time. His time is not necessarily our time. And so Brother Branham then takes, we take a look at in Hebrews chapter 10, 37, yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Welcome, Jackson. You have come. Amen. And may the grace of God and the love of Jesus Christ that is, has been so demonstrated within his family be a part of his heritage. Father, the hour has come for your visitation. Grant your children that we will see you quickly. What an hour we're living in. And if God should tarry, may Jackson be under that anointing that he will definitely see by revelation the coming of our Lord Jesus and the revealing of the Son of Man. May great faith be built, translating faith, great faith that will make people ready for this great translation. Let Jackson, who means God has been gracious, Enoch, who's dedicated and disciplined. I thought, isn't that marvelous? You got Jackson Enoch. And I, when I heard the name, I said, that's a proper name. It's rapture time. It's translation time. And that's what I believe that we're living in in the hour right now. So by the grace of God, we will dedicate Jackson Enoch Esquardo back to our Lord Jesus. I had in my heart to have Brother Murphy come with me. It's your grandson, Brother Murphy. Brother Murphy's a man of God, and God has used him mightily. And these are fruits of his love and labor and prayer also. Brother Murphy, please come on. Amen. Hi, sweetheart. Yeah. Grandpa. Oh, dear Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. Lord, I'm holding this vision that you oh, give it to us. God. Because you are the life giver, Lord. Yes, Lord. And because you so love fatherhood. Yes, Lord. And then you command the life to oh, come out. Oh, Holy Ghost. And now we give it back this life to you. Yes, Lord. Lord, I made a prophet's voice and never be a stranger's voice in the home. Oh, God. When he come to the year of Jesus, accountability, Jesus, Lord, Jesus, may he through yes, that Lord. voice and I hear that voice mm. behind that voice. Yes. Lord, we pray, oh, let your presence be come on this family, Lord. Lord. Come on, let this the glory baby, settle down upon you. Lord, that, that a holy God. presence of a God Hallelujah. be always in the home, Hallelujah. in the mom, and yes. the dad, yes, and in the little baby, Lord. Yes. Oh, May God, this home this be a dedicated home. Yes. May this Jesus, life be a dedicated Jesus, life. And only serve you. Nothing but serve God. you, Lord. Yes. yes, Lord. Lord, I pray that your presence mm -hmm. always go with them. Yes. Lord, even that is moment, mm -hmm. I remember the vessel has brought this vessel. Mm -hmm. 
brought this vision. Mm. Brother Ron Spencer, oh, Lord. Oh, God. Lord, he was in that four stage cancer. Hallelujah. But Lord, you sent him over a thousand Hallelujah. miles away to here yes, to Lord. bring that vision to us. Mm. I pray, Lord, and made this like mm. the first fruit, Lord. Yes, Lord. May it be like oh, a sign, God. Lord, for the total healing Amen. for our dear yes, brothers yes. and for whatever there's a need mm, that amongst this yes, body. Lord, you Lord and may this be a first fruit as we dedicated God, it to God, you. Precious. May the healing virtue of Amen, God come down. Lord, and may the blessing yes, of God, God coming down. We give you all the thanks and glory. Amen. Asking in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless Jackson, Enoch. Is squared Amen. over. Amen. Thank you, Brother Ruiz. Sister Grace, God bless you. God bless you. Ryan. Praise the Lord. I'm just sitting there, just pondering. We are witnesses of the spoken word made flesh. That's amazing. Praise be to our God. Amen. I'm going to invite the brothers. Are you good to sing? You got a high part, Brother Andrew. Are you all right to come sing? <laughs> all right. Anthony, Caleb, Brother Andrew, why don't you come sing? Let's just sing together. Thanks, thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed just as the brothers come and get ready. Oh, thanks, thanks. Lord, I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed and my soul is at rest. Lord, I give you thanks. Just once more, I give you thanks, Lord. As it whistles through the pines on mountain peaks And he loves to hear the raindrops As they splash through the ground in a magic melody He smiles in sweet approval As the waves crash to the rocks in harmony joins in unity to sing to him majestic symphony but his favorite 
favorite song of all is the song of the redeemed when lost sinners now may clean lift their voices loud and strong when those purchased by his blood live to him the song of love there's nothing more he'd rather hear nor so pleasing to his ear as his favorite song of all He loves to hear the angels as they sing, Holy, holy is the Lamb. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Heaven's choirs in harmony lift up praises to the great I Am. Oh, but He lifts His hand in silence when the weak is saved by grace begins to sing. Listen as a newborn soul sings, I have been redeemed. But his favorite song of all is the song of the redeemed. When lost sinners now may clean, lift their voices loud and strong. When those purchased by His blood Lift to Him the song of love There's nothing more He'd rather hear Nor so pleasing to His ear As His favorite song of all It's not just melodies and harmonies that catches his attention It's not just clever lines and phrases That causes him to stop and listen But when any heart set free Washed and bought by Calvary Begins to sing That's his favorite song of all It is the song of the redeemed When lost sinners now make loud and strong when those purchased by his blood live to him a song of love there's nothing more he'd rather hear nor so pleasing to his ear as his favorite song of all but his favorite song of all Sinners now made clean, lift their voices loud and strong, when those purchased by His blood, lift to Him a song of love, there's nothing more He'd rather hear, nor so pleasing to His ear, as His favorite song of all.
Hallelujah. His favorite song of all. Don't be afraid to sing out and praise him and worship him. Amen. He loves to hear it. Amen. Would you like your sister Beulah sing again? <laughs> Why don't you come and get ready at this time? We're going to have you sing and then we'll turn the service to our brother Tom. We so enjoyed that last night. Let's just enter in. This is part of our worship, a part of the service. Amen. As we prepare our hearts for the word, if you'd like, just come immediately and you can come and get ready if you would, please.
be to Jesus. Glory! Amen, little by little. It might be a grain of sand, but that mountain is moving. Amen, you claim your promises. We're going into a new year, saints. Let's cross over. It's crossover time. It's not complex time. It's sons and daughters of God time. Little by little, driving out unbelief within our lives. Watching the Holy Ghost, our great captain of the Lord of hosts, leading us every step of the way. Little by little, we have the victory. Can we say we have the victory? Amen. We're going into this new year rejoicing, praising our God. We're going into our new land, saints. It's the Holy Ghost and fire. And it's keeping me alive. Little by little. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we rejoiced last night. We rejoiced this morning in the goodness of grace and the goodness of God. Bless your people, Lord. Let this message not become an intellectual understanding, but let it be a thriving pulsation of faith within their hearts. We're more than able to take our land. Father God, I pray, God, that your blessing will rest upon this little church this year. That your Holy Ghost, Lord, your presence, the Spirit of the living God, move in such a supernatural way. It'll be victory upon victory upon victory, we ask. Lord, we just ask now that you will be high and lifted up in all your glory as we magnify your holy name. May the word of God this morning just be something more than a sermon or a little message. May it become a life in the hearts of your children. May you ignite us, Lord, like you've never ignited us before. And Father God, I just pray there will be victory in the camp, victory in the homes, victory in our individual lives. That you will receive all the glory, honor, and praise. Bless the reading of the word and the remainder of the service. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning. It's nice to start this new year on a, on a Sunday in the presence of the Lord, honoring the resurrection, knowing he's alive in me, living to tell. And I bring greetings from Brother Biscoll and Sister Biscoll this morning. They watched last night and so enjoyed it, and they wanted to pass along their greetings to you. Happy New Year. Amen. Oh, we give greetings back, Dad. We give greetings back. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I have one announcement that will probably um, be a little bit disappointing, but it's, not, it's only just for a little bit. But Brother David McGarry is unable to come. He's got, he's, um, he's got hit with this thing. And uh, unable to travel at this time and, and has a personal need. So we can remember Brother David. We're just, I told him, we're just postponing. We're just postponing. So we will go back to our regular schedule starting Wednesday night. We'll be here at 7.30, as we always are. And, and um, we'll look forward to those that are, will be speaking. And it might even be me. Depends on how far we go today. <laughs> so you help me preach fast, Okay. Brother Tim congratulated me. He said, Brother Tom, last week you did amazing. He said, you were exactly one hour. I said, well, the challenge is on. 
<laughs> oh, we enjoy the presence of the Lord, and we enjoy his people, and I love you, as Michael said last night in closing. I don't know what I'd be with you. Everyone has their own gift in life that I needed, obviously. I needed you. Every one of you. You made my ting ring truer. And may God bless you this year for that. You all mean so much to me. And uh, we will go forward in victory. Yeah. Brother Timothy, I've so missed you. I thought you were away on travels or something. I looked down there and my, I was going to get Paul this morning and say, where's dad? Where's dad? We love you, Brother Timothy. Thank you. Brother Paul Neighbor's back. His knee all new and everything. Amen. We're going to get a new body. I don't know what implements will be left. <laughs> we don't care. Ankles, hips, knees. Amen. We're looking forward to that body change. Amen. Well, without any further delay, if I've missed something, please let me know, brethren. Um, I'd like to turn into the scripture. Thank you for the songs last night, everyone that participated. My, wasn't that wonderful? And uh, it's like, I don't want to just keep on repeating what Michael said, but hey, 364 days, that one hit real true. That was a true arrow of deliverance. And may this anointing be on you this year. I had a brother, and I won't say who, but he knows exactly who. He says, well, I just didn't have a song. It's how come you're not singing? He said, well, it just didn't come. I says, well, can you imagine I came across the pulpit this morning saying, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> sorry, folks, just didn't come. <laughs> Let's storm heaven. <laughs> Amen. Let those gifts manifest. We enjoyed, Sister Beulah, the song. Thank you very much. Amen. And every special last night was special. Amen. From my darling granddaughters all the way up. Amen. Well, without any further delay, Isaiah Chapter 41, verse 10, title this morning, it's time to cross over. It's time to cross over. Amen. It's time to put on this rapture change. It's time. It's high time. Isaiah 41 and 10, they said, Brother Tom, are you going to go part four or part five? Where are we going on fear not? Well, pretty much, but we're just segueing a little bit off, but it's right in the, right in the midst of that subject. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Can we read that together, please? Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea. I will help thee, yea. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats, please. I, uh, Joshua. Chapter 1, Joshua chapter 1, verse 3, Have, how many know the song, it's manifesting time, the fruit is on the vine, and our lovely one is coming in plain view, aren't you glad I'm not a singer? 
But it is indeed manifesting time. It's time for the sons of God to stand to their position, daughters of God, to take their place and walk and go forward. Every place that the soul, verse 3, every place that the soul of your feet shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not... Now, we're looking at the shadow. We're looking at the parallel. We're looking at the word. And I want you to read this with me. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Amen. Those are wonderful words on your lips. Now I'll read this. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall you divide an inheritance unto the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Before it was good courage. Now it's very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, command thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, and thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Is that the word? Is it true? Amen. Are you going to receive it this morning and take this land and go forward? Amen. Amen. The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success. Verse 9, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither thou be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. May the Lord add his blessing to this word, and may God bless you as you receive the word of God this morning. Amen. Well, today, I don't know, in, in the news, um, you know, we have one pope dead or dying, or his, yeah, he can't be dying, he's dead. And we have another one that's ready to die, and another pope shall rise. So, the great whore is in the news. Now, you know what? I know that that does it not nice to your palate. But I'm just saying what a prophet said. You know, we got this inclusiveness. Oh, my, we got to include everybody. Now we got to embrace even Sodom. Huh? But we are not going to embrace Sodom. We're going to drive out that Hittite, Jebusite. Amen? Are we going to drive them out? Yes, we are. This is our land. It's my land. It's your land. And we are going to take it, saints of God, because Satan's going to take over this world and I'm going home. He's the God of this evil age. 
and he's being worshipped as such. So the Pope's in the news, Catholic Church is in the news, Netanyahu. Israel's in the news. You can see all these things now unfolding. But I want to tell you there's another people in the good news. She's coming to her manifestation. Take this old world, but give me Jesus. Amen. Brother Bram says here in the token message, he said, the evening shadows are appearing. And the wrath is ready to be poured out from upon high. The ungodly nations upon the ungodly unbelievers, the professors without possessing. Upon these things, and I have tried to unfold myself and live right among it to see whether it was standing before I said these things. Now we're living in the shadows of the wrath, ready to strike. Now we're talking from 1963 to 2023. Do the math. Do the math. Where are we? Where are we? Just get ready. I'm ready for a rapture. I'm ready for a change. I'm not, I'm not trying to squat down here and, and take this natural land. But it's the land in the Holy Ghost is what we need to take a hold of. And we need these young ladies to get stirred with God. To know the power of his presence. And see the, elder, the elderly, <laughs> the older sisters, show some real fortitude. We are the redeemed of God. Remember, it was the sisters that were at the tomb before the brothers. Mm-hmm. You can have some life. Yep, you can have some life. You can rejoice. You can glorify God. Amen. I stop pumping you up. It's a reality. Now we're living in the shadows of the wrath, ready to strike. And God is requiring a token. He's requiring the very life of God. He's requiring the Holy Ghost and fire. God is requiring a token. That you yourself have received this token is the Holy Ghost. It's the only way and the only sign that God will ever pass. I'm sorry, friends. It's not coming the Bible way. It's not being a part of this, just a local assembly. It has nothing to do with it. It's whether the Holy Ghost is living within you. That is your land. Ephesians parallels Joshua. This is a time like no other time. This is a time where Brother Ram said, now the wrath is ready to strike because it is the literal life of Jesus Christ returned into the believer. Well, then if that is the case, let us take inventory as we go into this new year. Lord, am I living like you, acting like you, talking like you, dressing like you, living like you? Amen. That's what we're to do. This is the land of the Holy Ghost. We'll drive out every devil. We'll drive out unbelief. We'll drive out Satan. It's a time to take the land. When Israel went into the land, be very courageous. 
Be very courageous. That's the way it is to be with every believer today. Filled with the Holy Ghost, Billy. Nothing less. Nothing less. No token, no translation. No token, no rapture. You say, well, why do I have the token? Well, get the Holy Ghost and you'll know that you got the token. You don't have to question, do I have the token? When you got God, you know you got God. It's not you that liveth, it's Christ living in me. If it's by all our strength and all our ability, we have just become another denomination. It is not by your own power. It's not by your own might. But it's by his grace. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. I, I hope I have time to get into it. But when Gideon blew the trumpet... And he was gathering Israel because he was under a commission, like Joshua was under a commission, like you are under a commission. Amen. The Bible says that, that the Holy Ghost, God came down. Well, if you look up that word came, that actually means God wrapped himself around Gideon at the time of possessing the land. May the Holy Ghost wrap himself around you and I. That we be wrapped in the blood of the Lamb, wrapped in His righteousness, wrapped in His Word. This is not a mental thing. This is a living thing. It's a living organism. Turn, please, to Luke chapter 4. Look at chapter 4, verse 16. Luke chapter 4, verse 16. When we read this, think of Revelation 10 8. Jesus came to Nazareth, the scripture says. He came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recover of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that were bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, and he closed the book. Brother Bram said he found him the word found himself in the word. Amen. Amen. And that's what we need to do, as it was our custom. We meditate day and night, and that we find ourselves in the word, not being a hitchhiker, but being driven by God into the very promises of the Lord. So every place that the sole of your feet 
Jesus knew who he was. He knew he was anointed. And he took the book and said, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Well, then if we have taken this book that has been opened in this hour, shouldn't we be able to say this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears? Then I've taken the book, I'm eating the book, I'm becoming the book. We didn't even know what was in the book, but God said Revelation 10, 7. Come on, saints. The angel himself came down to our Joshua. Amen. Amen. This is not a story. This is a living reality. And Brother Bram said, I saw a hand come down and pointed himself to a scripture in Joshua, knowing that was his scripture. Surely we can find ourselves in, in the book and we can cry out, you've been our prophets. You are leading us under the anointing of the captain of the Lord of hosts. And I'm going to take Jericho, AI, come on. We're going to take all these Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Baptites, Mennonites. Come on. Brother Joe, Hutterite, we're going to drive every unbelief that they've sown in our lives, and we're going to put our foot on the neck of those kings. Amen. Amen. This is not just mamsy-pamsy stuff. This is for real men and women of God that want to walk in the promise of God. Brother Nathan, we're believing for your family. We're standing on thus saith the Lord. It's token time, Holy Ghost time. He said, send the Holy Ghost after them. Amen. Well, send the Holy Ghost after them. Amen. What's wrong with that? You say, oh my goodness, do people have to know my life? Saints, my life's an open book. Amen. You know, people want to sometimes push away. They, Listen, the reality is we want to go and take our loved ones with us in the rapture. Yes. If one can send a thousand, yes. two can send what? Then if you go by that multiplication, what will three do? What will four do? What will 200, 300, 400 do? Come on, we'll drive those devils right out of here. We're going to have victory in this camp. Hallelujah. But it's going to take some courage to drive back fear. Yeah? It's going to take some courage. Be good in courage. Be very courageous. Do not fear. Don't get fear of left behind. Get courage. Our courage is in Christ. Here, you want, I'll give you a quote for visitors. Mark Twain. I think most of us know who Mark Twain is. Always do right. That will gratify some people and astonish the rest. That takes courage. Takes courage. It takes courage when friends leave you. Family goes. Brother Kenneth took courage. When a little house, you go to a little house meeting, and our parents are saying, go anywhere but to a house. Go to an established church, but not to that house. 
No. We had to fight. We took courage. We loved our families. But we loved this word. We forsook father. We forsook mother. We forsook sister. We forsook brother. And we were willing. It wasn't a drudgery. We weren't sorry. But we bore the reproach of Christ. Amen. Well, my family, my friends don't see what we see. That's, a, that's not my problem. They say, oh, isn't that Jesus of Nazareth? Now listen, say, you cannot learn this message. The Pharisees learned the Bible. They learned it. They studied it. They knew that scripture. They knew the scripture. They knew the scripture. But here was some ignorant and unlearned men. Hmm? They didn't know hardly anything. They didn't know nothing. And then God called the ignorant and the unlearned. He called the Peter, James, and John, simple fishermen, tax collectors, street walkers. Come on. That's what he called me. Brother Bram said, he said, God's able of these Ellie rats. Yep. He said, in recognizing your day in this fashion, I, I'm sorry to pop your little bubble up. You know who I am? You're nobody. Without Christ, you're nobody. But when you've got Christ, you're the queen of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just getting started. We're just getting started. We got a great future. I remember the New Year's Eve, Brother Bisco came and he came to the pulpit. He said, your future is? What is it? Clear. There, take that one, doubt. Come on. Unbelief. Oh, drive out that uh, cancer. Blood problem. Drive it out. We've been given a promise. People look at you and they, they love you because you're nice people. But it's not the niceness that they're actually liking. They are liking the God that makes you nice. So I often say, well, then why don't you jump in? Why don't you jump in? Huh? Jump in. The water's fine. Yes, sir. It's wonderful. We're living in a time of gross darkness. You can see it coming on the land. It is so crazy out there. They have lost their minds. And the prophet said, and knoweth it not, they'll get worse and worse and worse. Look at the way they are today. Embracing transgender. Embracing the perversion. Sex changes. Nonsense. Garbage. It's not in the word. Amen. Listen, I know I've got Elohim. They can have Sodom. Give me a tent where Elohim can come to. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. As I was with Abraham, so shall I be with you. Amen. I am his Melchizedek. I am his Elohim. I am his strength giver. I am his Jehovah Jireh. That's my Jesus. That's my God, Brother George. Hallelujah. Every place, every place that you put your foot. We've got babies here today because men put their foot 
in their God-given promise. That's right. That's right. Every blessing you've got, you've got by your faith in this word. It's not your ability, your stature, how big, fat, good looking. It doesn't matter how, what we are. But it just matters how we are in Christ. Amen. So every place the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I've given you. I've given you. Amen. Unto you and to your children. Come on, this is a Holy Ghost. Unto you and your children. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. It's unto you, Jonas, and your children that God given you. The promise, the Holy Ghost is for them. Say, honey, you can say to your old grandchildren, you can say to your children, you can say to mother, you can say to father, it's your portion. Shred on the neck of that unbelieving devil. Hallelujah. Always then do right. That will gratify some people and astonish. If we did all the things we're capable of, we would literally astound ourselves. So I turn it around to other people. Now I'm going to bring it down to you. If we did all the things we're capable of, we would literally astound ourselves. My God is an awesome God. He lives. He reigns. The biggest mistake you can make in life is continually fearing you'll make one. <laughs> Amen. I've got an eraser on my pencil. Now, if you're a message believer, you understand what I just said there. There was a young man that went to the Bellard Company, and he was being interviewed by the vice president. And he said, how come you don't have a, an eraser on your pencil? He says, I don't make any mistakes. He said, well, then I can't use you. You won't venture out. He said, you learn by your mistakes. This is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. The Spirit of God is power in your life, saints of God. Have we made mistakes? Well, thank you. I'm identified with a few people. And that wasn't a unanimous one. <laughs> I won't even look. Have we made mistakes? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Sure we have. We all made mistakes. But you know what? Brother Bram says you got up again. Yeah. You get up again. Yeah. Amen. We're going to drive that demon out. We'll get up again. Yeah. I'm not going to let the devil define me. Come on. We're not going to let the devil define us. We're going to let the word define us. Yep. I'm not going to let my mistakes because it's covered by the blood. You might as well say rejoice because your mistakes have been covered by the blood. Don't look at my mistakes. Look at the blood. Oh, Brother Tom, we got to be perfect. Really? Oh, you're going to make your perfection? 
Well, if you can do it, I'm walking out the doors. I am sorry. I'm sorry. If you can do it, I can't do it. I'm, I'm in the wrong place. Because we can't do our perfection. It's him perfecting us. And people think, well, if I pray, or if I study, or I do my works, and I, I do this. Yeah, good to pray, good to study, but it has nothing to do with your works. It has everything to do with the grace of Almighty God. The greatest mistake you can make in life to be continually fearing you will make one. Don't worry about it. You'll make it. But we've been given the blood. And the prophet said God doesn't even see it. You're the one that know it. Just receive it by the grace of God. Can you imagine? As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Well, I'm, I'm not going to follow Moses. He ran away from his commission. Guess what? You cannot run away if you've been called of God. Amen. God knew exactly where Moses was at that time at the sheep. He's with his sheepfold, and there was a burning bush, and there it was burning, and God came to his prophet. Hmm, sounds like today on the Ohio River. God came to his prophet. Hmm. God came to Joshua at the walls of Jericho, dressed in flesh, with a sword in his hand. Are you for us or against us? I'm the captain of the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly where and what we need at the time we need it. Time to cross over. Cross over from unbelief. Cross over from your doubts. Cross over into a new land called the Holy Ghost and fire. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee. Took him from following sheep or leading sheep. Took him into the presence of Pharaoh, a sheep herder, a runaway prophet. It took courage to stand before the most powerful nation. Listen, don't get it all dressed up by Cecil B. DeMille's. This was a man just like you and I, but he was a prophet commissioned by God. And he was going to fulfill his commission because once God gives you a commission, you're going to fulfill it. So Moses turned aside to see God because God was going to get a hold of his runaway prophet. Maybe there's somebody here this morning that's been running away from the presence of the Lord. Maybe there's somebody here that's just running away with the cares of this world, cares of life. And it's allurement has taken you away from the joy unspeakable and full of glory. But don't worry. I want you to know that the Holy Ghost is here Amen. to speak to you this morning. Uh-huh. He's here. Camden, he's here. He's here. 
He's here to do an exceedingly abundantly more than you can even ask or think. Can you imagine? When Moses was commissioned, he knew his commission. He ran away. And God got a hold of him, David. So you can run so far and no further. You run. Run, Moses. Run. But God was going to have his word fulfilled because his word has never failed. He said, draw not nigh hither, but put the shoes off your feet, for the place thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. I am the God of Jacob. I am the God that turned Abraham back to a young man. I'm that God that turned Sarah back to a young lady. But not just that, I was one to turn him back to receive seed. It's not turning young, it's bringing forth the promise. So I'm the God that's able to transform you. Provide your needs. I am the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. I am the I am, Brother Roy. I am the I am of the I am. And I have come down, Sister Violet. Now, this is now God speaking to his prophet. I am come down. Now, think about it. Keep your mind focused on Revelation 10.1. This is not, this is, this is just, this, this is where we should be. It's not, oh, that's that nice type of shadow. Many of all the things that we've already, we've already preached, it's just a different ting for the service. Well, we're not big scholars. We're nothing. But all we're doing is now voicing what the voice has already spoken. Huh? Prophesy again. This is our commission. We don't have a new commission. Say what the prophet said. Do what the prophet said. People say, well, it's too strong. Well, then it's not for you. There is going to be a separating time. But as far as me and my house, what are we going to do, Isaac? We are going to serve God. Oh, well, you know, Brother Tom, I get, I get told, you know, Brother Tom, you know, you know keep to the simple things. Really? This is pretty simple. I am so glad that Jesus loves me that he would interrupt my life. This is not just coming to Bible way, folks. This is now knowing who you are in Christ Jesus and letting that word thunder out of your life. I trust we can get that. I am come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptian. God sent this prophet to deliver you out of Laodicea. Yeah. Period. You say, well, I know that. Well, some don't. And if you do, you should be the happiest, joyous. I'm sorry. If you aren't, that's not my problem. Because if you have a walk with God... Forget singing the song, it's a joy unspeakable. 
When we sing that and you don't have it, just stand up and say, I want it. He'll give it. Ask anything in my name. Believing. And you shall have what you ask. Proverbs 28 and 1. You don't need to turn. I'll read it. The wicked flee when no man pursueth. But the righteous are bold as lion. Hmm. Bold as lion. Under that lion anointing, that first church age, going down under that anointing, Brother Bram said they went in cowards to the upper room. But when the Holy Ghost fell, <laughs> they came out under the anointing of a lion. A man that hardly knew scripture was anointed by God and said, this is that. Spoken by the prophet Joel. I trust, Brother Darren, you can say to your friends, this is that. That was spoken by Malachi 4, 5, and 6. Turn my heart back to the faith of our fathers. The wicked flee. When there's no man pursueth. It's all in their mind. They just flee. But the righteous are bold as a lion. They don't run. They face the issue. A boldness. Are we ready now? We're going to try and cross over a little bit. The boldness that is given. Don't be afraid. Be of good cheer. For it is I be. All right. So now we're looking at this boldness. And it all gets wrapped up. Is parhrenzamoa. Now I probably butchered that, but I did indeed. It means to refer to fearless and frank speaking with freedom to speak openly in the face of opposition. Speak to the storm. Speak to the rain. Huh? It's a boldness which literally means every word spoken is spoken and conveys the idea that that fear isn't going to define me or bind me. It is now Christ who has set us free. It means to speak freely, openly, boldly, fearlessly, without constraint. Saints, you're not going to bind me up. No man put me in and no man put me out. No man put you in and no man put you out. Oh, they're just a bunch of unbelievers down there. They take this too serious. Well, I'm glad we take it serious. Hey, I'm seeing now the casualty, casualties of casualness. The casualty of casualness. God help us. It is a spirit. On the age of lukewarmness. 
We couldn't do anything that we have done in the last years of our lives without the opening of the word. I'm sorry, friends. Without God coming down, revealing these divine promises, the opening of the word, the seven thunders thundering forth the mysteries that only could be revealed by a prophet. We couldn't even be sitting here today because there is a power that was released through the word to give us victory, not over some situations, over all situations. Even Brother Branham, as wonderful a man of God, prophet that he was to a generation. And listen, say, people say, well, are you going to quote from before seals or after seals? Well, was he a prophet before the seals? <laughs> of course he was. So I'll quote him before seals, after seals, all through the seals. But even as wonderful a man of God that he wasn't a prophet, it took Jesus coming into his room on the opening of the word. It took the captain of the Lord of hosts to come down in that first seal. He said, friends, I would have made a miserable mistake. But he came. God came. The message himself came. Oh, my. You should rejoice. Oh, should I heard Saints, I rejoice every time I read the word. He said, oh, I would have made a terrible mistake. But at 12 o'clock... I thought, isn't that marvelous? At the midnight hour. Huh? Here's a prophet coming on the scene. He said, I would have made a terrible mistake. Oh, the prophet doesn't make a mistake. We all make mistakes, Brother Bram said. We all make mistakes. There is a natural man here. But I love it when God takes over the man. Amen. And Brother Brown said, he said, the gift that God gave me was getting William Branham out of the way. He said, I would have made a terrible mistake. Now, if Brother Branham, he's studying, he's, he's looking, he's, the people are waiting. He's announced the seal's opening, and he doesn't have a clue what the seals are. So he's doing what we do. But we got a little bit more because now he's given us the word. <laughs> so now here we are. And Brother Branham said, now, he says, I, I read material. I read uh, Dr. Smith and different ones. He said, but, he says, I would have made a terrible mistake. Does that make you feel better? How many, oh, no, I already said that already. I don't want you to confess it twice. <laughs> we put it all under the blood. 12 o'clock, the Holy Spirit swept right down into the room, and the whole thing just opened up to me, and there it was, the first seal being opened. I'm as positive as I'm standing here that this is the gospel truth. The same God that came to Moses, Joshua, Elijah, came to William Branham. That was not the words of a man. It was the words of God speaking to you and to me. It's time to cross over, saints. Get away from your unbelief. Get away from your doubts. Let's get into the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He said the book was sealed up with seven seals. 
Revelation 6 in the paradox message. He said, Revelation 10, we find out the latest and the last messenger of the last age during the time of prophecy that the seven seals would be open. Seven mysteries, seven full mysteries that had been left off in every age. There had been some of it left off. The reformer didn't have time to take care of it. But in the days of Luther, he preached justification. In the days of Wesley, he preached sanctification. There it was. And along come the Pentecost, the restoration of the gifts. But it never stops there. If you want to look at masterpiece, get into the masterpiece. When God builds a masterpiece, he doesn't stop on step three. He goes to step four. He said, now justification made way to sanctification. Sanctification made way for baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost made way for the word itself. We can so often rattle off phrases that we've learned but have no meaning because they've just been rattled off. And I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm sorry. I, I can say we're the manifestation of the you know, attribute of God. We're a gene of, of God. And, and we, we can wrap that all up. But I don't want it to be just a phrase. I want it to be a reality. That you can actually say, yes, I am that predestinated, Brother Tom. I am that chosen of God. I have been elected. And I am crossing over. Hallelujah. We are promised according to Revelation 10 and according to Malachi 4 and Luke 17, 30 and so forth. There's got to come an Ephesians. There's got to come an Ephesians church again. Alpha becoming Omega, the first and the last. At the end of the church age, the last church age, there is a promise, friends. There is a promise. It's predicted in the scriptures. And you should be able to say this morning, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in Laodicea's ears. I am the bride of Jesus Christ, washed by the water of the word, cleansed and made holy, the virtuous, spotless, sinless bride of Jesus Christ that was prophesied in Ephesians. There's got to come in Ephesians. I want you to say, here am I. <laughs> here am I. Mama, that is me. I'm seeing myself in the reflection of the word. I am the Ephesians. Ooh, I'm getting you. I want to get you confessing your position. But we're promised according to Revelation 10, Malachi 4, Luke 17, 30, that there has to come an Ephesians to this. There is a promise, friends. There must come an Ephesians that these sevenfold mysteries of the Word of God must unfold. There has to become an Ephesians that now the unfolding of the Word is coming into Ephesians. And it's in the latest scene age that this takes place. I believe we're there. Prophesy, prophet. Prophesy. 
I was in grade five when he preached that. So now he's prophesying that there's coming, Brother Jim, and Ephesians, here I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Puts the responsibility back on to the believer. Right, come on, Stonewall. We heard about Stonewall this morning. I love the quote that I've used over the years. When they were in the Mexican, a Mexican and American War, everybody in his platoon was fleeing the Mexicans because he was being outnumbered. But you know, this is where he got the name Stonewall. He was the only one manning the cannon. He was so focused on winning the war. <laughs> oh, there's so much we want to say. He was so focused, he didn't realize everybody left him high and dry. And then he turns around and says, where's all my helpers? <laughs> and he says, hey, come back. We're going to win this war. Come on, people. We're going to cross over. Why? We're prophesied to win this war. Listen, there's always, always been brave men. In natural kingdoms, there have been brave men. Brother, brother, maybe he is, I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. George Washington. George Washington never won a battle. Ten losses. So I think 7,200 um, officials, or whatever they call them, you guys with the, you know, not the, just the regular troops. Officers, thank you, Brother Tim. Officers. 7,200, 5,200, something like that, died in, in his skirmishes and war. And, and, I, and I, was, I was just reading quickly last night when I got home late. And they said, the losses didn't define him. It was the victory. The one victory that turned the tide of war was crossing the Delaware. In an impossible situation, he knew he had to win. The British behind him, the Germans in front of him, but he had a vision. There has to be a new land. Where are the George Washingtons? Where are the Patrick Henrys? <laughs> he said that one victory. He said, history says, it's not his losses, it's that victory that defined George Washington. Because if you looked at the losses, he says, we didn't look at the loss, we looked at how he fought. Amen. Amen. We'll fall, we'll fail, get up again. Amen. Be fearless. Yes. Be courageous. Yes. Let's take our land. Yes. I'm tired of letting the devil walk over us. No, we're not going to be a lukewarm church. No, sir. No way. No how. We've got the Holy Ghost and fire, Brother Jeremy. We've got the fire of God in us. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. We're not going to take the losses and let that define us. We're going to take the victory and let the victory of God define us. Brother Bram said there George Washington was. His men were wrapped with clothes on their feet. They hardly had any ammunition, but they knew they had a cause. 
fight for the cause. David said, is there not a cause? Is there not a vision? I'm not satisfied until we see our children sitting beside every one of you. I'm sorry, saints. That's your land, and your land is my land. Amen. I don't care. I don't care. You say, well, I made this mistake. So what? So what? Those mistakes never defined George Washington. They will never define me. But I know one person that's defined me. I'm descendless, spots, virtuous. Amen. I'm the Ephesians. Say, well, man, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, start getting in your Bible. Read Ephesians 1. Wherefore he has chosen us, marked us out in love. You've been rejected by the world, but you've been accepted by the Lord. I've been accepted in my beloved. He hath chosen me, marked me out, predestinated me. Amen. Yes, sir. You, you, you hath he quickened who were dead, dead, dead in sin, trespasses and sin. But in times past, you walked according to the course of the world, but no more. No more. No more. No more, devil. 47 New Year's Eve services I've had. <laughs> I sat there last night. I was just so happy, so blessed. The testimonies, the songs that were sung, the life you've lived, showing the devil where you stand, whose side you're on. Mm -hmm. That is important. That's important to your children. That's important to your families. It's important to the church. You, don't va you, you vacate your seat, and they say, where's so-and-so? Are they backslid? That's the first thing that comes to mind. I, that shouldn't be. It should be like, it must be deathly sick. Uh, how can I say that? Because it happened to me. I was 21. Man, that was a long time ago, Brother Kansas Linda. I was sicker. Sick, I mean, when I get sick, that devil runs right over me, man. My hair hurts. My teeth hurt. My eyes hurt. Every part of my body hurts. I just, I can't move. I don't know what it is. So, I, I man, I love church. We had church Tuesday night, Friday night, twice on Sunday. Ooh. <laughs> hey? And I was at every service. Of course. And like, whether it be a house, I don't care what it is. And Sunday morning, I, just, I couldn't even pack this carcass out the front door. I rolled over. And, I, and I, I guess I put up the white flag. I don't know. But here come two soldiers to my mom and dad's front door, knocking on the door. Ding, ding, ding. Well, mom and dad aren't home. Nobody's home but me. Who's going to answer the door? I can't move. I get to the door, and Ken Linder's standing there. Hi. I said, I'm sick. <laughs> they said, you, best, you missed the best service Bible Way has ever had. <laughs> Those are friends. <laughs> dear, dear friends. Huh? I said, well, I'll never miss another one. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom is justified in her own eyes. I'll never forget it because those are important junctions in our lives. I said, oh, man, they missed me? 
Well, the Bible way wasn't that big at that time. Everybody had a part to play. Do we miss you? Absolutely. But we were once dead, but now made alive. Made alive. Where in times past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worked within the children of disobedience, among whom also we had our conversations in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, where by nature the children of wrath, even by others, but God. <laughs> Hallelujah! But God! Rich in mercy came by your way. The resurrection came by your way. This message came by your way. Hallelujah. You were groping in darkness, but the resurrection came by your way. Hallelujah. We are in an exodus. We have come out and we're going into. Amen. We're going into the rapture. But you won't go with your unbelief. You'll only go by faith. So, beloved, I got the pulpit late. <laughs> Just to put you on notice, I got five more minutes. No. Beloved, this day, oh, I want to shout this one out. Because he shouted it out in Christ, the mystery of God revealed. This day, now we are the sons of God. Not will be, but now. Oh, God, make that a reality. Oh, God, but now. Thunder it, but now. But now. Now we are the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he shall appear. Amen. He was looking for a prophesied word to be manifested. And I want you to say, this day, this word is manifested in me. Hallelujah. The book of Ephesians, to my opinion, is one of the greatest books of the New Testament. That's your prophet. That's God speaking through a prophet. The greatest book in the New Testament, he said, is Ephesians. Why? Because we're coming down to rapture. Oh, my. I, to my opinion, it's one of the greatest books of the New Testament. It leaves us on where Christians run out on one limb, Armenianism, run out on the other limb, but the book of Ephesians draws it all together and positionally places us in the church. Brother Bram said, he said, as I was with Moses... So shall I be with you, Joshua. Moses brought them up to the river. But Joshua's commission was to take them over the river. We're under the same commission. Let's part Jordan. Let's go past death. Let's go in a rapture. 
Amen, Abraham. This is how God could get hold of you at camp. This is not just to make you a fine young man, which you always were. You always were a jewel. But now you're a shined up, polished up jewel. So that a reflection of God could be seen through you. It's not just being a good, rich, young ruler. It's being a born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, rich, young ruler. Joanne and I, as we prayed through the years for our boys, we said, they're wonderful boys. They're great boys. But we don't want good, rich, young rulers. We don't want that. We don't want that. And I know you don't want that for your children. We want Holy Ghost. We wouldn't let it go until he got filled with the Holy Ghost. Not come to church and be polished up and look good. That has nothing to do with it. It's being filled with God. You've got a commission, parents. You've got babies laying in your arms. Very easy right now. But you better teach them in the ways of the things of God early in their lives. Sit them down. Read them stories. Read them the word. Get in the message. Where did I go off in that limb? They are our Ephesians. A part of my Ephesians. I fought tooth and nail. And I'm not letting my grandchildren go either. No, sir, that's my heritage. We fought in prayer. We fought in agony. But now we're enjoying the fruit of it. And what can I say to you parents and young people? It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, you can look at me strange and wonder. Oh, you just wait. You just wait. You've either got heaven waiting for you or tribulation or hell. You got choice. Door, door number one, door number two, door number three. Which door do you choose today? It's real. The prophet went souls that are in prison now. And I remember the first time I heard that tape, Brother Murphy. I was driving through. We were doing a deal in, in, uh, in Rosedale. And uh, I was driving on Oriel Road by Wells Street in Chilliwack, just close to where my home was, where I was born. And Brother Bram goes into that place where he went into the regions of the lost. And he says, a haughty, haunting spirit. He said, those spirits, whoa, whoa, whoa. He said, I cried out for my mama, but my mama wasn't there. I cried out for my daddy, but daddy wasn't there. There was nobody there. The idiotic people today, they say, I'm going to go where my friends are going. Oh, my goodness. I'll go with where my friends are. You won't even know they're there. You'll be lost into abyss. But I had a prophet that crossed over and saw my new land. That's my land. That's your land. Are you coming? Let's cross over. Let's press the battle. I'm not satisfied raising sheep, the prophet said. I'm not satisfied with a good meeting. I want to cross over. Hallelujah. Not many going. Jesus started out with thousands. Brother Bram, the Son of Man ministry, started out with thousands, hundreds of thousands. 
but he got down. The Son of Man himself got down from 5,000 breaking loaves and fishes, getting down, and the crowd got smaller and smaller. Oh, man, your church is to be full. Hey, it's to be. I'm sorry, friends, but I'm not worried about that. I'm only worried about crossing over and bringing as many as I can with me. Hallelujah. Coming down, down, down to 50 left, down, down to 12, and one's the devil. The greatest ministry alive, the ministry of the Son of Man. Yep, came down to 11, but then God saved on the day of Pentecost 120. Amen. As many that were called were added to the church. Are you called this morning? Amen. I know, I know that's in your heart. God called me. God chose me. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. But be strong this morning. Be of good courage. Be bold. Be fearless. Be courageous. The word fail. The word fail. I will not fail you. I won't relax my position. I won't abandon you. I won't forsake you. I won't leave you alone. I won't be idle. I won't fall short. But I will succeed. Amen. Why? Because he's going to achieve his goals. He will be faithful to every one of his promises. Heavens and earth shall pass away. But his word. Sorry if I pointed. I'm a bad pointer. We all are. Forgive me. I'll point like this. Think about it, saints. The love of God, the power of God that has cloaked you and wrapped you in this glorious message is not for you to be on this side. It's to take you in to another dimension. I want to say last scripture, but I keep on looking down my page and I said there's, been, there's a whole... A lot of them I like to read here. 1 John 4 and 17 says, Herein is our love made perfect. So our love is made perfect by Christ. Perfect love casts out all fear. So it's not your filial love. It's the agapo love of God that drives away fear. Be courageous this morning. Say, I don't see my family sitting beside me. I claim them in the name of Jesus Christ. Cross over that unbelief. Wherein our love is made perfect that we may be have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, 
so are we in the world. So let me just, can I just give me a couple more minutes? And I'll just massage this a little bit. So what John is saying is, when you've had a union, God and man becoming one, that is when your love is made perfect. When you and Christ are one. Hmm. That's how you can have perfect love where you once tore people apart. Oh, yeah, I got three yeses over here. And nobody over here. Huh? Brother Bram said he had a temper. He put those bullets in the gun. He said, I would have killed those boys. Hmm? So they beat up on me, grabbed the gun, put the bullets in, going to shoot them, snap. Throws a bullet out, puts another bullet in, snap. Puts a bullet out, puts a bullet in, snap. And this teacher said, Bill, when you get angry, get a thread and wrap it around your finger and count. I never tried that. I didn't quite have that kind of a temper. But when Jesus came into his life, and you all know where love projected, <laughs> he went from wanting to shoot somebody to love a bull down. <laughs> to put hornets back in their nest. Don't stir up the nest. <laughs> yeah, Some people got that one, but I won't look at you. Don't stir it up. Put them back in the nest. <laughs> Amen. You will get stung. So this union brings the communion. Oh, I wish I should have I should have stayed a little bit longer on that one. The union brings communion. Love is brought to its completion, its perfection, when He is in us. That we can have confidence in the day of judgment. We can have boldness to face the issues. Boldness. Because as he is, so are we. As, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly, the Bible says. To make known the mysteries of the gospel. There's a boldness that comes with the opening of the word. A boldness is fearlessness. It's to be courageous. It's like the breath of God. It's the spirit of God to open your mouth. It will bring you, and this is, I love this, this definition part here. He said, it will bring you to an extent static state of prophecy. <laughs> An ecstatic state. It's just marvelous. <laughs> I'm so excited. <sighs> An ecstatic state. You say, Brother Tom, you've been this way for as long as I've known you. And I don't plan on changing. I, I trust you don't plan on changing either. Because, saints of God, we have been given an utterance. Yes. And we now open up our mouths. 
as speaking not the words of man, but the words that God has given to the prophecy of his word. It's an ecstatic state. It's ecstatic. Have you ever been ecstatic before? Huh? I see children at Christmas time or birthday times, whatever time. What did you get me? What did we get? What did we get? What did we get? Michael is, I'm going to tell something on Michael. Oh, no. <laughs> My poor children. <laughs> Mike, he gets excited. But he doesn't let that excitement deter him for what he's focused on. It was his time in his life, in every child's life, you get your first bike. <laughs> but it brings a point. And I'm, I'm, I'm the guy, I'm the type of person that wants to go here, 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 here. Think about it. For, you know, the boys, they hate it when I say I'm going to get a new car. They hate it. Because I don't make it a quick decision. I look, I think about it, I ponder. <laughs> Do I want that payment? No, I don't want that payment. <laughs> we all gone there, don't worry, don't you worry. And so, you know, they said, Dad, you're never going to buy a new car. I said, it will come at its right time. And so that's my history. But Michael's, no. First bike he sees, he could care less about any other bike. <laughs> he was in an ecstatic state. And that never left him. And when God gets a hold of you, and you come into this revelation. I'm ecstatic, John. And I will never forget what your pastor said to you as you're sitting down there. Who turned that light bulb on? Shining. Bright. As a silver dollar. Huh? What was it? God got a hold of it and drove back the darkness. <laughs> and we got to be a partaker of that. And have enjoyed what God's done with him all these years. And God gave you Victoria and darling, darling boys. Hmm? Amen. So there's an ecstatic state that we come in. And so laser focused. You don't have to turn to the left or to the right. This message is true. This message is right. And I will not turn to the left. I will not turn to the right. I've got this vision before me. And I'm going to take the rapture. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what my friends say. I will go on. Amen. Hallelujah. I enjoyed, and I'm going to be closing now. I enjoyed last night. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the symphony that was played. You say, well, there's no sympathy here. Sympath yeah, now I'm, I'm back to the prophet. Sympathy. <laughs> symphony. Now I looked up symphony. And I looked up all the, you know, is there a, there's an orchestra. There's a symphony. And each one has its four parts. I'm sure all the musicians are saying, Tom, you don't know what you're talking about. You're right. But I read it. And where I go wrong, you stop me. But I'm not going to go into the, into the 
the whole definition. But I thought, I wonder how many sections are there in a symphony? How many sections? Anybody know? Everybody scared to put up their hand? I'll tell you, four. Four sections. Anybody want to help me? Wind? Strings? Percussion? Brass. Right. And you know, when I, 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 I said, there's four. Well, if you look up the symphony, it's got four parts. And I surely won't go there because I do not even know those words. But they must be Latin or something, but they're all Greek to me. But then you, you start to get a, an, uh, an amalgamation of the two. And one person said, well, let's get it down to an orchestra. The orchestra has at its front, I believe, our strings. Is that correct? And then you have your uh, wind. Is that right? Who? Woodwinds. Thank you, Brother Ken. And we got uh, then our brass. And then, as Brother Ken said earlier, our percussion. Boom. So I started to think, no, I'm not strings. Uh-uh. I might be woodwind, but you, I got a different opinion than you. I'm not brass. Some think that I am. But I know one thing. I'm percussion. Nail it. <laughs> so as it's got four parts to play, there has to be a conductor. To make it cohesive. So God sent the conductor. Once he put the four stages together. Of justification. Sanctification. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. To the word himself. God came down. And he took the baton. And as soon as he goes. Tick, 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 tick. All the musicians got their eyes on the conductor. And when he raises his hand. They put all their instruments to their lips. If they're not the percussion, <laughs> do I want to put a drum to your lips? <laughs> and then when he goes like this, it's a unified force. And now the drama of the music sheet is now being produced. I want to say to you at Cloverdale Bible Way, some of you were strings, some of you were woodwind, some of you were brass. And some of us are drums. But you make up a beautiful orchestra. And I've been enjoying your music. I've been enjoying your music over the years. And last night it was like a crescendo. Let's cross over. Hallelujah. This day, this scripture is being fulfilled in your ears. Musicians, why don't you come? Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Peter, we are going to take our land. It's the Holy Ghost and fire, and it's the wrong chord. <laughs> Even the wrong note. Help me out, Brother Ryan. If you want to stand, let's rejoice this morning. 
We're not discouraged. I trust you've been encouraged, strengthened to bravery, and very courageous. Oh, it's the Holy Ghost and fire.
<laughs> when I, Moses parted the Red Sea. Oh, can I say God parted the Red Sea on Moses' behalf? God parted the Red Sea for Joshua. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you, Joshua. He's going to part every one of your seas. This year, just stand at the bank and say, Lord, I'm crossing over into every promise in the book is mine. I claim every promise for my family, for the church, for the ministry, for the deacons, musicians, sound people, video people, for the congregation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Victory is mine. That's victory is mine. And victory today is mine. the devil throws at you God's given you a husband you put that prayer cloth under that mattress it doesn't matter it's gonna happen we stand strong on the promise and we don't waver a bit we don't look at the lion vanities we look at the promise amen amen we had a sister in the church. She attended this church for nine years. She came up, we prayed. We'd go to her home, her husband's there, an unbeliever. Nine years. But on that 10th year, God got a hold of his heart and Brother Biscal and I prayed with him in the, in the office. And we've loved him. It doesn't matter the time. You just keep holding on. We're crossing over. We're taking God at His promise. May you have a blessed and happy new year in Christ Jesus. The world ain't going to make you happy. The bottle ain't going to make you happy. Dope ain't going to make you happy. Friends will let you down. They won't let make you happy. But I know one person. He's the opium. The true opium is our lovely Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father, took a little extra time this morning, but we wanted to rejoice and encourage the saints of the living God. And so, Father, we'll go out of the house of God today, this first day of the year, but you don't know days or times, Lord. But one day we won't either. 
And that's the day we're looking for. Crown our lives with more of your glory and grace. Lord, give us more of Jesus. More and more and more. I want more of Jesus than I ever had before. So Lord, would you bless every family and individual that is under the sound of this voice today. And may it not be the voice of man. May it be the voice of our bridegroom. So Lord, bless your people. Bless your children. Bless Brother Ed and Sister Ruth. Be their strength. Be their portion. Lord, as we look to that grand crossing over, we pray, Lord, that we will be united and gathered together as one body. We pray, Lord, that you will be their strength and portion. Be with each and every one. Now this morning we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Can we sing one more song? It would be all right. It's a song I was, that came to my mind while praying. I want more of Jesus. Do, you, do some of you know it? I want more of Jesus. More and more and more. You're going to have to speed it up. I want more of Jesus than I ever have. Glorify the King.